Hey guys, welcome back to Girls Out the Room. I'm Madeline. And I'm Elise. And today we're going to be going over season one, episode one of Dance Moms. So this episode premiered July 13th, 2011, a day that will go down in history, in our opinion. Exactly. That was the day that our lives were forever changed. Forever. I mean, we quote the show so much that we had to start a whole podcast about it because we have so much to say. We have so, so much to say. Exactly. So when the show starts this episode, it starts with like an overview and it kind of gives all these different clips of, you know, what can you expect from this season, the girls you're going to see, the moms you're going to see. And when we were watching this, we realized about half or more of these first clips at the beginning, we've literally never seen in an episode. Not once. Where are they? Where are these clips? I think we both know that these clips are from the unaired sizzle. Exactly. So we've heard about this sizzle before. We have never got our hands on it. Never gotten our hands on it. We haven't seen it. The sizzle was originally created to pitch the show to the Lifetime producers. And um, I know that Christy Lucasiak, Chloe's mom, had a heavy hand in helping create that sizzle with her flip cam footage and interviews. (laughs) She literally recorded people. She recorded Abby. She recorded the girls rehearsing. And basically they made a sizzle out of it before they knew for sure that they wanted to create the show Mm -hmm. and so that's what lifetime saw first and lifetime saw that sizzle and they said oh baby we struck gold let's get the show on the air asap and so they did they started filming pretty much right away and the show aired very quickly once they started filming right and We'll say, too, that they did interview other people, you know, when the show was first coming Mm -hmm. about and the idea of it came, but they realized that all of their favorite moms were from this one studio. So they were like, we need to dig deeper and see what's going on here. You know who they talked to and interviewed? Do you remember that um, viral clip from around that time? It was the three girls doing the uh, Boys Are Back trio. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Autumn Miller. Autumn Miller. Autumn Miller is in that. Mm-hmm. They went to that studio. I think that I think it was John that said that they went to that studio. And yeah, I think um, that's when this there. all started. It was like around the same time. Yeah, period it was kind of like that, inspiration. Yeah, that trio came out, and it was these tiny little girls in these skimpy little costumes, mm-hmm. talk like dancing about like their boyfriends, dancing amazing. Like their they quality, were so they were so good. sharp, and they were Michael so tiny, and they all had these little bobs. <laughs> Yes, yeah, and now precious. Autumn, like, I know Autumn has, um, now she tours with Beyonce. She's one yeah, of the dancers. No. So but she's amazing. I mean, she didn't need the show. They know talent, guys. They know talent. I think exactly. that they were probably like, we don't need to deal with the whole Dance Moms thing. But, right. Yeah. So then they saw, eventually, so they saw all these moms. They loved all of them from this one studio. So then they go and see the teacher. And little do they know what they're about to walk into. Mm-hmm. A teacher who sits on the cheese mat the whole time. <laughs> she sits she, on the cheese mat in the she, back and barks the orders She just at the barks kids. orders at them. She is not about to get up there and show you the step. She, you're going to have to know the step from whatever she's saying. She's not doing any type of demonstration. Uh-uh. There's none of that. Mm-mm. None of that. She sits on her butt and she's like, 
you better do exactly as I say. Exactly. That's That's how these kids were so good because they literally had to do all of these dances with barely any demonstration, had Mm -hmm. to know all of this terminology. And that's why Abby says she creates employable working dancers. And, and so she, did. she does. She does. She. I will give it to Abby that a lot of her students have been um, in Broadway and on other musicals. Dance shows, yeah, musicals. like um, she. She does create employable dancers. That is very correct. Um, but the process of getting them to that point is maybe debatable. Not so pleasant. Maybe not so pleasant. Maybe not so ethical. But and that's she what we'll break has down. A great product. Yeah, exactly. we'll break that down. So the beginning of the show is still going over all these clips, um, and we see the first intro of Dance Get Moms. up. Get, Get on the floor. floor. My, my world. world is with my girl. Living on the dance floor. So but. this this intro lasted, I think, from season one through season three. Like they, did they didn't make a new one that. until season four, and, and that and one I remember was when they when the updated version came on our screen, it was like whoa, whoa what it was is happening? literally it was a shock to a our shock. system. It was too much because they <laughs> had it ingrained with that original intro for three whole seasons. It's it was too much. They needed to keep it. So the. And we think that the intro is hilarious because it goes through all of the moms, the OGs. So we have the Highlands, Kelly, Brooke, and Paige. And then we have the Lucasiacs, Christy and Chloe, Frasers, Holly, and Nia. We even have Kathy, Nesbitt Mm -hmm. Stein, and Vivianne. They have the longest clip in the intro. Exactly. We barely see the Zieglers, the three M's, Melissa, Maddie, McKenzie. if you didn't know who, if you didn't know they were there, where to look for them in that intro, you would miss not them. see them. They are zooming past you. And zooming you know, past. I know. We think there was reasons. I think there's reasons, but I will say that I know Melissa saw that intro and on the inside, she was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> what have they done? We're not on the intro. Yeah, exactly. But on the outside, she was like, um, actually, I think it's amazing that my kids and I weren't really featured in the intro because you really have to look to find us in the episode and really watch for us, you know. It's and it be won't be that fun. hard because my kids will be the star. Hard. Yeah, my kid's going to stand out enough. We don't need to be in the intro, actually. So then we see all the girls walking into the studio, the Abby Lee Dance Company, which we'll say quickly is um, part of the Rain Dance Productions that Mary and Lorraine Miller, Abby's mom, created. Mm-hmm. And then Abby Lee Dance Company is like the competition team that Abby created um, within underneath the dance her studio. mom. Yeah, and it's within the studio. So that's what all the competition kids are a part of. Yeah, and if you if you have an eagle eye like us, you will notice that there's a sign outside the studio that has the Rain Dance Productions logo on it. So the dancers walk in. Start with that. Yeah, the first family we see walk in are the Zieglers, of course. Melissa, of Maddie, course. McKenzie. We see them walk in. Then we see Kelly, Brooke, and Paige. And then we also see Chloe and Christy come in. And then finally we have the Frasers in their business suit attire. In their business attire. They said, we're coming on the show as professionals. We, we're we mean about business. to show everyone up. And we mean business. And I love that for them. All right. And then so another thing we wanted to point out too on the desk is the mm-hmm. – the we wanted to point out the picture of John. Do you know John's is, last name? 
We look up dance. I want to say it's like John Carella or something. And he's a executive producer. I it's don't Carella, think he's a producer. Right. <laughs> I don't think he's a he's producer. The I feel producer. like he's. I'm looking at he it right is. now down the Dance okay. Moms wiki. So John Carella is an executive producer of Dance Moms and former Mr. Dance of America in 1994. He, he knows his stuff. Yeah. So it says that John was a friend of Abby's before the creation of the show, going back to his days as a dancer at competition events. John suggested Abby's studio to the Collins Avenue producers. So it is yeah. so John And Carella, that's Jeff the, Collins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's who does the reunion. John Carell right? is like, yeah, Jeff Collins does the reunions. He's the host for all the reunions. So Abby has his um, headshot just on her desk, if you see that. Um, yeah. Miss Abby is obsessed with a hot, hunky man. Gay, straight, doesn't matter to her. She don't care at all. So in this first episode, they're going to do a deep dive into each um, mom and daughter group. Mm -hmm. So the first deep dive we get is Miss Abby Lee Miller. And so in her, when she is um, introducing herself, she is the chief choreographer of Abby Lee Dance Company. So she kind of goes to the studio. You know, she has all these little kids. She has senior company. And, um, you know, she talks about her teaching style and she talks about tough love, how she likes to give that to the kids. And that's how she thinks she gets results. It's definitely tough. Don't know about the love. Maybe don't know about. Yeah. I mean, there's love for one and a half, I would say. There's one. There's love for winning and about one and a half of the girls. So then we go into chalkboard, which Mm -hmm. at first in the first season is called chalkboard and then it moves into pyramid right it's uh just abby's ranking system in her opinion and the producer's opinion of the girls that week and it being the first week you're not going off anything except what abby thinks of the girls yeah so the producers at this point i mean they have no say because Mm -hmm. they don't know what's been going on so they don't know the girls it's that much yet right they have no idea um, you know, what their last season was like or anything like that. So she swivels the chalkboard over so we can see the pyramid that she reveals. And it's and about at the, top, uh, the pyramid that we see is about how it goes throughout the rest of the show. This, I'd say about this, 95% of the time. Exactly. This pyramid is a really good indication of what we're going to see from Abby and the pyramid and the rest of the show. So we have, of course, Maddie on top. No surprise there. None of the moms are shocked. We then have Chloe second and Brooke third. They hold mm-hmm. up the, the middle of the pyramid. Then on the bottom part, we have Paige, Nia, Mackenzie. And basically, Abby says, what am I supposed to do with you down there? <laughs> and, you know, it, it's just we haven't even started yet. And she's already these poor kids are already getting the brunt. We haven't even started, haven't seen any of these kids dance yet, and we're already seeing the hierarchy at the studio. We're seeing what um, Abby believes. Basically, is yeah, and what we can expect. Level of talent of these kids. So she then goes in to tell them, we are going to be doing a new routine every single week at these competitions. And, of course, the kids are like, 
humming, humming, humming. They're like, oh, what? Um, exactly. So they look at their moms and they're like, uh, and the mom, and she's like, no, 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 no. Do not look at your mothers. This is my dance company. Because this is not normal. It is very, very abnormal for students to learn a new dance every week or even every competition. Studios will have their competition dances um, ready. Like they'll start learning them at the beginning of the year. And then they will use those dances that have been perfected over and over again at competition because that's what they've been working on. Going to a competition with a new dance that has barely been worked through is just a recipe for disaster. Right. Like they, at this point, no, like there's no way these kids are going to be able to do this. So at this point, they had been learning some of these dances that they'll show in the first couple episodes because they, they were so little still and they needed you know, time to learn these dances. Yeah, so, some, of, some of these dances, especially in the first season, are dances that they knew prior to the show. They're dances that um, were known as different names on air just because of um, copyright purposes. They can't use the actual music from their dances. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So then she goes in to list um, the routines that they'll be performing or basically the ones that we're going to see because they do perform more than what we're shown on the show. Yeah, so that's a that's a something that happens that you have to kind of more look often for. in the first season because they right. performed but like old routines. Even in the even into the second season, I'd say is that mm-hmm. you'll like be seeing the kids in the dressing room in random costumes, and you're like, when did they wear that? And it's like, oh, there was a whole other dance. There was a people had solos that you didn't know about. There was a yeah, duo didn't trio you didn't it. know about, and they it just wasn't mentioned on the show either for time purposes or it just wasn't like something that was important that week. Um, yeah, like basically, which is really a shame, honestly, because there are some dances that I know that were probably really great that were not seen. Just because it didn't right, like, feature, it didn't fit into their storyline for the week. Yeah, like no moms were fighting over it, or the kid didn't forget the dance, or you know something like that. So she goes on to list the routines that we're gonna see this episode. So they're gonna be performing a group dance called Party Party Party. They're gonna bye, have bye, a bye. trio. <laughs> it's a good song. <laughs> the trio is gonna be Maddie, Chloe, and Paige. Um, and then we're going to have... Well, did you mention that Mackenzie is not going to be in the group dance? Oh, yeah. And Mackenzie will Abby be... says that she's too young for the competition. She's too young to compete, but you're still going to go with us anyway. Exactly. Melissa's going to have her be on camera for sure. Right. So the trio with uh, Maddie Chloe Page is called... In real life, it's called Pin Up Girls. But on the show, it's called 15 Minutes of Fame. And yeah, so she talks about that. And then she's like, we're going to Phoenix, Arizona to West Coast Dance Explosion, which is a prestigious competition at this point. Yeah. And especially it being on the West Coast, a lot of dancers out there are very advanced and talented. Right. So then they show the moms going upstairs to the mezzanine, to the Mm -hmm. viewing room, the fishbowl. And... We see these moms and they're just going to be sitting on these bleachers, basically looking down at their kids in the room. This was a great setup. It's such a good setup. Like I've like no other studio was built like this. It's like two levels. And at the top, you have this glass box that looks into all of the studios. And she has Mm -hmm. Studio A, which is the big one that everyone 
we see rehearsing in and then B and C. And it's like you can look at all of your kids just dancing away in these little studios. So fun. Such a good setup. So we see the kids rehearsing and they're starting to rehearse the group dance. And um, then we're going to go into our next deep dive, which is the Ziegler's. Mm-hmm. which we'll see Melissa, Maddie, and Mackenzie, and they're going to go to their house. And Melissa introduces them, and she's like, this is Maddie Mackenzie's um, a baby. Mackenzie's um, six and Maddie's eight at this point. Mackenzie's and so cute. So precious. So they're showing, like, these catalogs that the kids used to do to um, – They would model, model dance Yeah, costumes. model dance costumes. And which is so funny is thinking just, about – because at our dance studio, shout out Labradette School of Dance, Sylvia and Sandra, um, we used to have like our dance costumes like cut out and posted on the window. And I'm like, what if they were definitely they had to be on there? They had to be on there. I mean, they wouldn't have been wearing costumes that we were wearing because they were a lot younger than us, but they were probably on that window. So funny. And then it goes into Melissa saying. Um, you know, how she's going through a divorce and how she's saying my ex-to-be claims that dance has ruined our marriage. Kurt. That would be Kurt. Kurt. And you know what? I'd say it had a heavy hand. I'd say it had a heavy hand, but I mean, there is also something else going on. Finagling. Because Mm -hmm. we then know Melissa has a boyfriend who is Greg and was her boss at the time. So exactly. now that's her boyfriend, and she says later on, she's like, I mean, my boyfriend knows how expensive dance is because he signs the check. So <laughs> within, she goes into, like, her wicked laugh. She's like, hee, 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 ha, ha, ha. Yeah, she's scary. Very scary. So then it basically goes into how she's saying, like, winning is everything to us, which is shocking that we hear this from Melissa because later on in every other episode, she's like, uh, yeah, um, I, don't, I don't care. About I don't winning. care about winning. Actually, Maddie doesn't care about winning. Yeah, no, we don't. Mm-mm, don't care about any of that. We're just really relaxed here. No, don't yeah. even try to lie, Melissa. And then you can definitely tell what year we're in because Maddie's wearing a bumpet. <laughs> she is. She definitely has a little bumpet going on. She has a little bumpet in. And then, so we're done with the Zieglers for now. We go back to rehearsal. They're rehearsing for party, 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 and Abby gets one of her infamous lines in there. Those legs are about as straight as Elton John. I mean, it's an iconic line. It's so good. I think I did hear that that was stolen from someone else, which that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't shock me. It's a good line, baby. It's a good one. So we also see, too, we wanted to point out that at this point, Abby has not had her makeover. She has not. No. She She has no makeup on, no hair done, Mm -mm. and she rotates the same three shirts. Very, very raw appearance on camera. Very raw. She wears her flip-flop shirt, mm-hmm. Harley Davidson shirt, yep. and the Abby Lee logo. Those yes, are the rotations. Occasionally, like, that's stripe, stripe sequence. Win. Yeah. Yeah. So four, mm-hmm. if you're really four pushing it. in rotation. And then there's one fancy one that's a competition fancy shirt. Though it it, it only comes it out, out for the on big one, days. One day of the week. <laughs> So then we go to our next um, mom and daughter that we're going to meet is Christy and Chloe. And she's like, this is Chloe, who is nine. And cute little Chloe. She's like, yes, I am. 
<laughs> she's and so cute. She's so fresh. So we go into her room and we see the um, trophies and stuff that she's recently won. So at this point, Chloe's um, Junior Miss Dance of Pennsylvania for um, Abby's studio used to be part mm-hmm. of the um, Dance Masters Association. But when the show came out, they basically kicked her booty out of there they did they dance masters of america saw the first i don't even know if it took throughout the first season or if it was just the first like few episodes and they said oh uh uh-uh we're not gonna be a part of this whatsoever well i think they knew too because do you remember on the um that ed said on kelly and christie's podcast that like she would act like not that she stole choreography but like if ed choreographed a solo and they won they'd be like oh and who's the choreographer and abby would be like oh no i did it and oh, ed was like what like no that was literally me right so there was probably already some previous beef going on with dance masters and abby but our dance studio was also a member of dance masters of america and i vividly remember showing up to dance and my dance teacher, Miss Sandra, coming out into the waiting room and being like, everyone, attention parents. She's like, look at this. I got a letter from Dance Masters and they kicked Abby Lee Miller from Dance Moms out of the competition program. And they were like, the letter was like kind of scathing. It was like reading her to filth. It was like, Abby does not represent like what a dance teacher means. Like her teaching uh, – tactics are not do not align with dance masters values blah 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 so they were like they were done you're done you're done it's so funny yeah so shout out to sandra for giving us the inside scoop on I know. that no but. she literally then taped the letter to the oh, window yeah she did it was so taped up there for a while could read it yeah and i always looked at it because i was like wow this is a piece of history in my dance studio no definitely so then we go into um, Christy and Chloe talking, and she talks about how she spends sixteen thousand dollars a year on dance. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Sixteen thousand dollars a year. That's what is going. What is I, that money going to? Right. It. We we think that this sixteen thousand is including tuition, competition fee. Yeah classes maybe even like dance wardrobe I don't know if she's talking about like shoes stockings leotards costumes for competition um but competition transportation like plane tickets I don't know hotels it has to it has to because 16,000 just absolutely does not make any sense in my mind no way like that's absurd if you're taking classes seven days a week it still does not make sense to me Right. So it has to be all the competitions that they were doing. But um, basically, we go back to rehearsal and the moms are talking about how they're not shocked at all about who is. um, They're not shocked at all about who is on top of the pyramid. So at this point, they know that Maddie's the favorite. Apparently, she's been the favorite for a while. And Melissa's like, I mean, in her interview, she goes, my kid is the star. She is the most talented one there. And it's obvious all of the moms watch her when they're in rehearsal. Right. And I'm just like, Delulu Central here. Does she truly think that? And Maddie is a very good dancer, but it's just, Melissa is so funny with that. But I think it's also important that we mention that this is the time period, the era where Abby had Maddie as her favorite star student. 
prior to Maddie being the favorite star student, it was Brooke Highland. Brooke mm-hmm. used to be treated the way that Maddie is treated. Brooke used to be the one that Abby would fawn over. She would have tons of privates. And yeah. then once Brooke got a little bit older and was kind of like not maybe not so much into dance anymore or even just like growing up just and wanting just a changing, break and, yeah, wanting a break, uh, Abby moved on to Maddie because she thought, well, hang on. Now Maddie's going to make me money. Right. Mom's and it also my money. <laughs> That's a it also helps later season. <laughs> yeah, but it also helps that Melissa was taking out the trash. She was working at the desk. Oh, I yeah. mean, Melissa at this point was doing anything she could to be at that studio instead of home when she was going through a divorce. So Yep. And I mean I can't blame her for that, but sh- Melissa, you'll come to see sneaky little brown noser with the hidden agenda. She is up Abby's behind. She wants Abby to love her kids, love her the most, and tell her all the secrets. And it literally doesn't stop. It doesn't even stop when they, in the last season that they're there. Like, she still acts like this. It's crazy. Yeah, no, she never stopped acting like that. So then we go back into rehearsal, and the group dance, actually, that's being rehearsed in this scene is Electricity, which is not even the group dance that's going to be competing this mm-hmm. week um so this dance we'll see next week it's like the infamous yeah dance that got dance moms famous basically it, i just want to say that this is a prime example of dance moms editors and producers just not being careful being very sloppy with continuity it's they will just bounce back and forth and you're like what right they thought we wouldn't here? notice they think they're slick and uh, it's nothing's going to get past us mm-hmm. trust us not- we've seen these episodes truly it's got to be I don't in the know. 20s, each one. 20s, 20s to 30, like each episode, like 20s yeah. to 30 times that we've seen them. Like they have cameras, people in here. They have cameras on the stands. I don't know what you call them. Like they are so not careful in these first couple Oh, episodes. no, you can see them all in the mirror. It's just sloppy, sloppy. Sloppy Boring. Central. <laughs> sloppy. <Yawning. laughs> okay. So in this clip we see um, – Maddie starts getting sick and she starts crying. She thinks she's about to throw up. So she runs out of the room and Melissa's like, if she pukes, I'm not cleaning it. What a freak. (laughs) She's like, oh my God, get in the bathroom. This is uh, also the beginning of a trend of whenever something is happening. Well, I think she was going to the bathroom because she was probably about to literally throw up. But you'll notice that whenever Maddie starts to get a little bit upset, the starts to start crying or anything like that. Melissa snatches her and Shoes either her. pulls her into the bathroom or pulls her behind the curtain that they used to change um, behind in the uh, dressing room before competitions and all that because she was not going to let her child cry on camera. And no way, I Jose. kind of do respect that in a way. Like I respect that she was trying to protect Maddie from them having footage of her crying, but it is – uh it's kind of funny it's a little it's a little a little too much much. sometimes and she like freaks out if maddie or mckenzie start to cry on camera right so she's like stop crying you never act like this and maddie's like i just want to go home and she's like bawling crying and melissa's like what do you mean you never want to leave dance early and she's like get back in there you're fine and maddie goes back in and she picks right back up with everybody else and she shows that she's a little she's a little pro at this point she's a professional she hops back in after 
like almost puking her guts out, wanting to go home, crying. She opens that door to the studio and just jumps right into the dance without missing mm-hmm. a beat. Exactly. And this is good to note that Melissa says, get back in there because in later seasons, there's girls that cry and she tells the moms, your daughter is crying. She wants to go home, like take her home. And it's like, girly pop. Uh, you need to take your own advice so then it goes into the trio rehearsal with um, maddie chloe and Paige, and this is a trio that they've learned before yeah they're already learning it this week yeah they're kind of reviewing the dance yeah they're reviewing it but Paige has a rough rehearsal because abby's just being a little mean to her yeah and she basically tells her she's bow-legged she'd have her head on a platter she um is tall, she's skinny, she's a beautiful girl, and she needs to own it. And Paige is so sweet, and she is very pretty, but it's something that Abby notes a lot throughout the show, and I mean throughout the time that the Highlands are on the show, um, is that she always talks about how pretty Paige is and how skinny Paige is, and she is those things. Like Paige is a very like beautiful child, but it's it gets a little weird how often how much Abby she says it. Yeah. It. yeah. Exactly. And Paige does perfectly fine in these dances. Like, I don't know why she acts like that. But then we do see in the um, mezzanine, little baby Clara. Baby Clara, precious. That's um, Christy's other daughter. Yeah, Chloe's little sister. A baby. Saved from the scary life of dance moms. She was. And we see her have little candid moments throughout the first season because she's just a baby and she had to be there. so cute. Didn't wait, didn't Abby or someone like not Abby? Oh, I know. It's that Abby babes, didn't want her there or something. Christy has said that um Abby didn't want Claire to be on camera because she wanted Mackenzie to be the cute little kid. And obviously Claire is adorable. And so she didn't want Claire taking any of Mackenzie's uh TV time away. <laughs> hmm That is so funny. Okay, and so then the next family that we meet are the Highlands. So we have Kelly, Brooke, and Paige. And at this point, Paige is 10 and Brooke is 13. So um, Kelly goes in to talk about how she used to dance for Abby since she was two and a half. And that's why there's this tension built up with them. And it kind of just grows throughout the seasons and they just go a little bananas. Yeah, and um, this is kind of the start of the trope where – the show kind of portrays Brooke as being lazy or not wanting to dance. She's a teenager. She's a preteen. She wants to be a cheerleader. She's over it. She wants to be a cheerleader. Was that necessarily true? No, but that's kind of the character that Lifetime wanted Brooke to be. Yeah, or they heard her say it, mention it once, like, I may want to try out for cheerleading, and they're like, yes, you will be a cheerleader. We're going to note that for future conflict. Exactly. So then the next family that we meet is um, Nia and Holly, the Frasers. Love them. We love them. They are in their little business suits. Yes. And looking so, so styling cute. And um, she doesn't mention Nia's age in this interview, but I think she's around the same age as Chloe. So we're going to say she's around 10, 10 or 11. I know she was like one of the older ones. So um, then Holly mentions that she has been equated to Michelle Obama, the first lady, former first lady. Yeah. And 
that's she accurate. She really does. Honestly, she she does. really she does dresses give Michelle like her. Obama. She, she just exudes that like sophisticated, just she's a classy lady. The aura. She's, and I mean, yeah. Up until this point, we have not seen Holly's been in multiple outfits. Each one has included a blazer of some sort. She is a principal at Nia's school, and I'm sure that is some of her principal wardrobe coming out. But exactly, yeah, she's yeah. always ready for a for meeting. sure. <laughs> Yeah. And so she goes on to say that, you know, Nia hasn't won anything um, in her dance career so far. So she bought herself a crown, but um, they know that it's coming. Sweet, sweet Nia. It's so sad. It's I know. Sweet baby. Sweet, sweet little girl. Okay. So then we move on to meet one of the most infamous people this show will ever Mm -hmm. see. Kathy Jean Nesbitt Stein. (laughs) And Vivianne. Vivi hyphen Anne. Vivi hyphen Ann is her daughter, <laughs> is her daughter. And um, they are just, that is guns a funny blazing. little duo right there. They come in, they have costumes, they have, it's been raining, so there's umbrellas. She's whacking the door, trying to mm-hmm. shake Melissa's hand. She's like, ooh, my hand's wet. It's chaos from the beginning and it never <laughs> stops. Never stops. So Kathy's the owner of Candy Apples Dance Center in Canton, Ohio. And basically, I think... Kathy and Abby knew each other before the sto- the show started. Mm-hmm. and Just so- from the dance world and competitions and stuff like that. They're both mm-hmm. kind of in uh, – Dance Bombs, by the way, takes place in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So it was about, what, like a three-hour three drive to Canton? Yeah, around there. Not, yeah. not long So they would, they would go to similar competitions and stuff that were all right. in that area. Right. And I think – I don't know whose idea it was. It was either John or somebody else's idea to put Kathy on the show because they met her once and said, there's got to be a way to get this lady Stick on Stick her in this show. She's gold. She is gold. She gives you everything you want for reality TV. She talks about how her mom danced, her grandma danced, so Vivi has to dance. And she looks at Vivi, she's like, I think you like dance. And Vivi's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, in the beginning of this episode, she is the mom who said, if Vivi didn't want to dance, I think I'd slip my wrists. <laughs> yes, I love that. Love that. It's honestly, that's it's so vintage. Good. You that's can- such a vintage thing to say. Yeah. Like, and you can't write that. Like, no, this, you can't give this woman a script. That no, all comes she- from her. It does. She, I'm sure she's one where the producers did not have to prompt her much they could in her sit interviews. Back and relax. Exactly. She was just giving everything. Right. So then we hear about her obsession with pink and bunnies and all of that jazz. And Vivi, Carrots. of course, lets us know she doesn't like any of those things. <laughs> she's not a fan of any of it. Yeah. No, she, Vivi does not like the pink. Her room is entirely pink. But. <laughs> Kathy mentions that she also loves carrots. And she says, and why you ask? I think carrots are neat because they go hand in hand with bunnies. <laughs> and she <laughs> loves bunnies. They're all over that house. All over. So we flash back to the studio and it's Vivi's quote unquote audition for the competition yeah. team. This is so just puts- some silly thing that they're showing just as a way to get them on camera. Right. So she puts this costume on Vivi. Vivi does a little jig that we see lots of candy apple staples in. We see the shoulder shimmy, shimmy forward. We see guns. She shoots at her guns. We right. see the um, arabesque. A lot of like that, walking in a circle maybe like that. Right. We see the leg hold or whatever, apparently mm-hmm. holding her leg the wrong way. 
right. mess. Mess, but fun. It's a fun But time. fun. It's always fun. It's so <laughs> fun. So basically, Abby's like, all right, you're, you're going to join. You're going to join the team. And we know why. I mean – I mean, it's not Abby saying we're going to join the team. It's the producers being like, Kathy's signed a contract to be on the show. She has to be on the team to get her to the competition. Right. And so Kathy's like, maybe I might be able to interject because, you know, I am a dance teacher. Oh, maybe a CSUN there would work. She don't know what's going to She has no idea. I mean, she knows Abby, but I don't think she knew how Abby was maybe at the studio. Probably not. I mean, maybe she heard she rumors, had a guess. but she, she never experienced it herself. Exactly. She maybe thought that she was coming in as a fellow dance teacher and that she was going to have a little bit of a say in things, be kind of on an equal level to Abby, and that was never going to happen. Nothing like not that. Not if Abby can help it. No way. No way. Then we see this clip that – is truly so good and iconic that I I, I would so say this good. is in top three of reality TV. Um, it is moments. It's, it's a it's a moment where it's it was so early on. I mean, this is the first episode, but I'm assuming this just happened within their first few days or week of filming, and this situation happens and I just know that the producers were pooping their pants. They were so excited about it. They were elated. So walks into the studio is none other than Minister Dawn Check. She comes in, guns ablazing, because Abby Ooh. kicked her daughter Reagan out of the studio um, because she was doing acro class and she had socks and a t-shirt on. And that that's not acceptable. That's not gonna fly. I don't know why you would think that would fly. Me either. I would have been like, take the take the socks off, rip them off, throw them in the you're corner. You're gonna go slip and slide and everywhere. If you're doing acro, you're gonna try to do. A- what are you doing? What are, you're gonna try to do an I never trick in socks? To, no. You're gonna slip all over the place. I don't know what the thought process was. Anyway, no. so she walks in, she turns to producers, and she says, "I don't care if you're taping. I'm going in to kill her." <laughs> I caught the producers are like, uh-huh. like trying to get the cameras in the right spot. They're like, "If she's gonna kill her, we need to get footage of it." Right. And of course, this isn't the same day because all the kids are wearing different clothes. So yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. Sure this is a, this. again, yeah. we know that the continuity is bad. This happened at some point. Who knows right. when it happened? So Dawn walks in and she's like, Abby, can I speak to you? And she's like, nope, I'm in rehearsal. And she's like, my daughter, I paid for class for my child and she's going to be in class. And Abby's like, she's not dressed appropriately. So then Minister Dawn goes, they all look like children. Isn't that crazy that every like that these children look like children? And um, Abby's like, "You're a minister. Act like one." And then she goes, "Yes, I am a minister. Let's play the Bible game, Abby." When Jesus saw things that were wrong, he went after it. He went after it. And I'll tell you what, you're not going to do this to my kid. So that's when Abby's like, "Yeah, out the room. Everybody out. Everyone and- out of the room." And so what's honestly one of the funniest parts of this entire clip is that throughout the scene of them chasing each other, well, Minister Don chasing Abby through the dance studio, you see kids in the background, other dancers, they're not batting an eyelash. They could not care less. They are just like, they're so so unfazed by this woman chasing and yelling after Abby. They're like, oh yeah, just another day. Another Tuesday in the studio. 
like it literally is wild. So they're chasing after each other. She says, take your money, take your kid, take your socks, find another studio. (laughs) She's like, I told you to do something in class and you can remember that, but you can't remember to turn your feet out. And we've heard that she said mean things, more mean things than that, but they cut it out um, Mm -hmm. to Reagan, the kid. But so they're chasing each other around the studio. Abby walks into a senior class and she's like, can I use your cell phone? Course calls the police. She of says course. she has a psycho said, in every the batch. Authorities. The yeah, she authorities. Says it's it's like, uh, what do you think they're going to do? Like, calm down, ma'am. Right. So they, she's like, I have a psycho in every batch. Minister Dawn says, yeah, a psycho. And her name is Abigail Miller. <laughs> Basically, Abby, it goes on and on. And Abby's like. Well, what's, Ab- what? What's interesting is that when Abby makes this 911 phone call, by the way, she like had to get, she got one of her students to get up out of class to go get their phones she could call. She calls 911 and gives the address of the dance studio, the full address, and the show did not bleep it out. The show left the the full address of the studio in there. What kind of, what is that? That is weird. Stalkers were there yet. They probably, and they probably thought that the show, wasn't going to do more than well, six right. episodes. It was supposed to be a six episode. Oh, I guess you would almost say like reality docu-series type of thing. But yeah, as we know, so, it was much more. Right. So Abby says she doesn't have weapons, just her mouth. So of course the cops get there. Basically, they're confused and they say, uh, <laughs> leave the, you know, uh, dance studio here if you don't if you don't like the teacher, I guess. And so right. she leaves. And of course, Abby is shooketh. She is quaking and she's like, I've, I've got to calm myself down and can prepare for competition this weekend. She walks right back in, takes a nice little swig of cake and leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she sticks her nasty little finger in a cake that's sitting on the counter and just swipes off a little bit of icing and shoves it that in her mouth. puts it in her mouth. Oh, wow. So love that scene. So then we move on to competition. They've gotten to Phoenix, Arizona. They arrive. They're at the hotel. They come, pull up in their little, their white van. They have Mm -hmm. all their Vera Bradley with them. Vera Bradley head to toe. Well, luggage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just their luggage There wasn't Vera Bradley outfits. No, they're wearing their cute little competition jackets. Mm -hmm. They um, also have their rolling makeup cases, which we were very jealous of. Oh, my God. Yes. Those were amazing. Okay. So then they're walking into the lobby and Abby's like, you know, you need to look professional when you're walking in here. No booty shorts, no running around. And she's like, library voices, everyone. (laughs) And Christy and Kelly go, library voices. So um, then they go and they start going into the dressing room and they start putting out their little vanities with the lights. I mean, oh, it I is was something to those. envy. They had these, it was like a suitcase looking thing that would pop up into a full on vanity with lights on it. And I was like, I have got to get me one of those. Right. We need Did I one. need it? Right. No. Did I go to dance competitions? No. But I needed that suitcase. For something. It would have been used. It would. And it would have. It would have been used. Yeah. We would still have it if we had it, but it's fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they're doing all their makeup. And of course, the party, party, party hats are not ready. And (laughs) they're like, this is, yeah, very typical. Very typical. And of course. Yeah. Go ahead. 
No. Okay. It's very typical because Abby would request things from these moms, costume pieces for them to handcraft very last minute. And there's also instances where the moms were maybe told like, oh, like one of the um, PAs on set will take care of it. You don't have we'll to do worry it. about yeah. it. And but so they the moms would be like, oh, okay, we don't have to do it. And then they'd show up and there wouldn't be the prop and, and they'd be like, oh, okay, well, I guess we do have to do it. So yeah. just lots of last minute stuff going on that I'm assuming really stressed out the moms. Right. So they're starting to do the hats. Abby starts hot gluing things on them. And Melissa's like, let me know whatever you need me to do and I'll do it. Oh, you know, typical at this point. Typical brown noser. Right. So then we see that um, Kelly decided to get Brooke and Paige cute little French tips. She got them cute little French tip nails. Mm-hmm. Abby did not like. She nope. did not like those nails. No. And Kelly's like, fine, give me 20 bucks to take them off of her nails and off of her sister's nails. And, of course, Abby's <laughs> like, I mean, I don't think this is where we're supposed to be going with this conversation. So And she's like, grab my purse. <laughs> right. Give me 20 bucks. <laughs> and we knew she had that money. Wherever it came from, she got it somehow. Mm-hmm. So then it goes to the clip of Christy and Kelly at the bar, which we don't know when this happened because Abby's in like Mm-mm. three different outfits and all of yeah, these Yeah, Abby's changing in and out of her fancy shirt. So it's kind of confusing. Um, the like uh, caption on the screen says 30 minutes till curtain call or what does it say? Showtime curtain mm-hmm. call. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about that. Uh, what There's I no know, way these two. What moms- I know about Christy and Kelly is that they're going to make sure that their daughters are fully ready and prepared for the stage. I don't see them running and grabbing a drink unless there was a good amount of time that they had a break where their daughters were done and did not need them anymore. I agree. I agree. They wouldn't be doing this 30 minutes before. And, um, but. Nonetheless, we do see them at the bar. They each have a glass of wine. And of course, they're making them out to look like these drunkies who can't take care of their kids. (laughs) So then Abby's like, they need to be on, your kids need to be on stage in 20 minutes. So she goes up to them and she's like, what's going on? And Kelly's like, we're having a cocktail. And Chrissy's like, you want a drink? (laughs) Right, right. So funny. And she's like, and Abby's like, are you guys good? Like, are y'all okay? And... Kelly's like, yes, we're fine. We're going to leave in a sec. And Christy goes, go away. <laughs> it's so the vibe. She's, she's killing, killing their the vibe. vibe. So they start double fisting when they leave. And they do. Christy's trying to talk to these girls. And she's like, you guys are beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I love the outfits. And, of course, Abby's like, oh, go, go, go. And she's and like, Christy's like, we was at the bar anybody. making friends. Yeah, because <laughs> they walk back in and Holly and, and Melissa are like, where were y'all? We was at the bar making friends. <laughs> and she's like, I'm going to hold all of these party, party, party hats hostage. And you each have to give me one cocktail for making the hats. <laughs> so, funny. so funny. And then so then like we see Kelly's putting away her curling iron so they're kind of they're done getting ready and she's wrapping it up and as she's wrapping and they're in different costumes they're in different costumes they're like they're in like doll costumes you're like what the heck is that we We don't don't know we don't know um but it was a dance that was not filmed but anyway so 
Kelly's wrapping up the curling iron and as she's doing that, Paige walks by and Kelly accidentally um, hits her shoulder with the curling iron. Now, the Dance Moms editors really did them dirty and they decided to go crazy with the soundboard that day in the editing room and they put a sizzle, a sizzle sound, like a fajita that comes out at Chili's. It is like (laughs) bubbling, bubbling sound when Kelly hits Paige's shoulders. You would have thought that she just gave her child a third degree burn. Like it went down to her bone. It was to the bone. And Kelly's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Chloe's like kind of a little bit nervous about that, hands over her face. And she's shocked. She's shocked. And Paige is a little bit tearful. And then Queen Holly comes in, Medic Holly comes in with the first aid kit, pops some Neosporin on that baby. She's good to go. She's good to go. But it's just so funny, the dramatics. So funny. So then we see them rehearsing in the hall and it says two minutes to curtain call. And, um, you know, Paige is talking to Abby, telling telling about something that fell in front of a girl's face. And so then, um, because they're talking about their hats falling off. And so Abby's like, you tell Linda Diamond backstage or somebody that you need a bobby pin. (laughs) I would love to know who the heck Linda Diamond is (laughs) and that these kids know who that is. No, like, Oh, yeah, Linda. We know Linda, Linda, you know. So (laughs) Paige is like, well, what if it falls in front of her face? It went down. And Abby's like, I know it's dangerous. But she was working at Radio City Music Hall and she was working by the ice rink and did a side aerial and fell 13 stories down and died. Huh? (laughs) They're speechless. And the kids are just like. (laughs) With their mouths open, like, ma'am, what? Ma'am, what? Abby is a lunatic. She just says the craziest things to these kids. She's screaming at these kids, and she's like, pay attention. Like, before, they're they're literally backstage. And so the girls are... Yeah, they're watching the dances, and of course, Abby's like comforting Maddie backstage because she doesn't really care about anybody else. Uh, But this is like the only time we really see Abby backstage. Mm -hmm. The rest of the... Um, episodes she's in the front yeah I think well and you'll see like Abby does not like moms or dance teachers to be backstage so I I think this was like kind of a one one one-time occurrence and Abby went back and followed her own rules and sits in the audience for the most part so the girls get on stage and the dance starts and it is such a cute little dance they have their cute pink costumes with their pink hats and um they're they doing do a some great really, job. Yeah, really difficult stuff for kids their age. And I think they just all look really good. I think it's because I think their choreography was pretty difficult for people at this age. And I think that's mm-hmm. why everybody loved them and they did such a good job. Yeah, I agree. So the music is on, but we do notice in the background we hear, <laughs> constant it- throughout the dance. Truly, you would think that the sound that the editor has put as the audience applause and cheering is as if they're at a Beyonce concert. It is wild. And if anyone's ever been at to a dance competition or even in just a small place, you know that there's not cheering like that. If anyone's cheering, it's going to be maybe, maybe the studio's moms and like other girls from the studio. Like for one part of the dance. For one part of the dance. This is constant cheering and applause and it's so funny. 
And then it does clip to um, Melissa, of course, crying. Of course. And she's like, I'm just crying because I, I'm thinking about how much talent my daughter has. <laughs> she's literally doing a jazz dance with a party hat on her head. No. Get a grip. It's, it's so funny. Okay, so they finished that dance. They were so cute. And then it goes to the awards for the group. And um, it starts off in their junior musical theater category with a score of 274. Third place goes to party, party, party. Third. Oof. Abby Lee doesn't do third. No. Let alone second. And you know who but also third? doesn't do third? Maddie Ziegler. Because and she lets us know. She comes on and she's like, um, I don't know. I didn't I always got second or first place, so I kinda I don't know. She doesn't know what it's like to lose. So they obviously the kids are probably um, pooping their pants at this point. They are frightened. They are afraid. They're afraid. They know that when they go back in that dressing room, it's not going to be pretty. Okay. And then it shows them rushing to get ready for the trio with Maddie, Chloe, and Paige. And they have cute little pink, blue, and yellow costumes with these um, big headbands on with a bow and a flower. This is the pinup girls dance that is now called 15 Minutes of Fame. Yes, and um, it's a super cute dance, and I wish they could use the real music because the real music is way better. If you want to look it up like on YouTube or something, yeah, that music is way better than the 15 minutes of fame. But they start doing the dance. Everything is going swell. They're hitting everything. They're doing their turns, their aerials, their leaps. And then, dun-dun-dun, mm-hmm. Chloe's headband falls falls right in front of her face and poor Christy's about to have a heart attack in the audience. She is like, Chloe's headband is falling in front of her face. She's and Kelly a heart attack because she knows what's going to happen to her. Exactly. And then Kelly is screaming. She's laughing so hard. Yeah. Kelly and Brooke are in the audience and they cannot get enough of this. They think it is hilarious that they Chloe's think headband It is fell. the funniest thing ever. And Christy's like, oh my God, she cannot see. She just did an aerial blindfolded. And Kelly is just pissing herself, basically. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and so they finish. They do so good. I mean, even though it fell, it just fell down to her chin. Like, no normal dance teacher. It's- Chloe was doing a she great did- job. She didn't mess she up. She didn't stop even though- dancing. Even though her headband fell. And that's what Abby should be focusing on is congratulating her student who did a great job in a difficult situation. Not going to happen. Nope. So then, of course, they get off stage and cute little Paige is like, she was not nervous at all. It was awesome. So cute. (laughs) And then, of course, Abby's like, you, 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 get on stage. You, I will deal with later, pointing to Christy. And Christy goes, what's your deal? (laughs) So they get on stage, they get the awards, and um, the trio wins first place with a score of 282. 282 first place and this just continues the track of that trio being undefeated so while this is all happening or so we see in the show abby and christy are having it out in the hallway she is saying like you're in the bar having a drink and your kid's headpiece is falling off which Mm -hmm. we've come to find out that abby was really the last person with them backstage with the headband so she should have made sure everything was correct right and this is also abby trying to push the narrative that christy and kelly are unfit mothers that are drunk and not taking care of their kids yada yada exactly whatever yeah and she's like and christy's like mistakes happen we're all human and abby's like 
mistakes like that don't happen to me. You're human. <laughs> so she's like, you screwed her up. You need to stay out of the bar and stay in the dressing room. Get the headband sewed in the head next time. Have it right. And Christy just goes off. And she's like, remember, I pay your bills and you work for me. I pay you to teach my daughter dance. $16,000, no less. No less. And basically, Christy just ends it off with saying, it'll never happen again. This conversation is over. And then Abby keeps going. And she's like, I remember you pay your bills late. And she's like, no, I don't. We'll talk. And then that just goes into a whole nother ball game. Mm -hmm. This is a very what comes to be a very common thing for Abby to bring up with Christy and Kelly is that they don't pay their bills or they pay their bills late. And I don't know what that was about. Well, I mean, I do know it was Abby just making up crap. <laughs> she was making stuff up or so what if she paid her bill like a couple days late? I mean, $16,000, she's got to be scraping pennies. I mean, I don't, I don't know how she was paying that. I don't blame the woman. And it's like it, it all got paid. And then by the time they were on the show, the producers paid. So that really didn't make any sense at yeah. that point. What, once, once the show got going. Once they were on the show, the producers would pay their tuition fees to Abby um, mm -hmm. instead of the moms having to pay it. And mostly in the costumes, too. Like, then they would pay for mostly everything. Yeah. yeah. But that was it. That was the first competition, first episode. And we're so excited for the episodes to come. And we hope that you'll tune in and listen. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.